All right, let's get started. Guys, welcome to the Power Half Hour. Every Wednesday, I interview uh, a top performer in real estate or outside of real estate. And today we have a very special guest, our very dear friend and also business partner from LA, West LA, uh, Amy Kuo. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. So Amy, um, a lot of people from obviously the, the, the LA area and the Southern California area know you, uh, but for those that are outside of there, can you give us a, a little introduction of yourself, who you are? Yeah, my name is Amy Guo and I'm based on uh, based in West LA. So it's like Beverly Hill, UCLA, Culver City, like a waste of LA. And like Santa Monica, most of people have heard of it. And if you know anyone wants to buy or sell in this area, making sure you refer to me out, making sure they are getting very, very excellent service from me. And uh, starting from, yeah, go ahead. The, the, the referral comes after the interview. Just kidding. Okay, keep going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, so um, I have been, real, been in real estate for five years. And why I started this business was because of my husband. So he was thinking of, you know, in our family, we should have someone known a real estate knowledge and able to protect our you know, own benefit when it comes to the deals. So I started from that and um, I got a license and the first two years I was wandering around because I was just trying to learn a lot of knowledge, like professional knowledge, because I want to make sure when it comes to deal, I can protect myself too. So I spent a lot of time, you know, learn and then be very humble about it and asking many, many questions to many, many, you know, people that were very successful and very, not very, very knowledgeable. And on the third year in 2018, I was facing, you know, some life challenging that really get me into a very dark place. And I was able to meet some people able to give me some advice. And then, you know, I kind of thinking about, you know, I went to Keller William Bow. Bow. That's a class that Keller William designed. And the coach on the, on the stage asking us a question about, if you have so many issues in your life, what is the one thing that if you achieve that and all others problem will be also solved? And my answer was, you know, if I can be very successful in real estate, then, you know, a lot of issues in my life will also be, you know, overcome. So I decided to think about, you know, what's my biggest why, why I need to be really successful in real estate, you know, market and, so that's a year that I decided to, you know, make it progressive and not just be just learning and not, you know, operating more business. And in that year, I was kind of nobody really, you know, teach me or anything. And until 2019, I joined EXP and then I meet John and Jack. And I really want to credit John and Jack. They were like, those two persons were really changing my life. <laughs> So they give me the hints how to do in a real estate, how to change my mindset when I, you know, facing challenging. You know, like in this industry, we know that when you're doing deals, it's really hard because, you know, you have to, you know, interact with people, interact with client, and you have to interact with yourself, your own emotion. And so I was a very sensitive person and I, I think a lot and I have a lot of inner talk every day and I'm so, you know, afraid of everything, like everything. 
And so I talked to John and then he recommended me to go to a class called Lenmar. And before I go to Lenmar, I actually went to Tony Robbins UPW and I actually flew to Miami to, you know, do the class and we were all exciting about everything. And I was like, okay, after this three day, I'm going to make it work. And then after I came back three days, my husband and my mom and all the people around me were like, you know, Amy, I think you can hope for three days and then you will be done again. And yeah, they were right. I were done again. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I should go to Landmark. So I talked to John again and then he recommended me to go to Landmark. And he said he doubled his income after he took Landmark. And I was like, okay, I'll go there to double my income. And then I went there and then it was a three day, very emotional class. And I text Jack every day. Why John say he doubled his income here? We were in a very, very sad emotion here. And it's totally different from when you go to Tony Robbins, we were all high. Yes, you can do it. And it's totally different vibe. And I was questioning Jack and John, what happened to this class? And, but on a day three, I was able to understand why the lemma was designed that way is to remove your emotional baggage. And, you know, for me, um, when people ask me about why I can, you know, kind of increase my production and be very, you know, moving forward more and very positive um, in the past two years, it was really, really fast change for me. And I would say I removed so much emotional, you know, emotion baggage in, from my past including it could be from my family, my mom, my brother, my husband, you know, all those people that maybe have argument with you in the past or whoever, right? So those things are playing in your background and you do not know that they are impacting you. So when, when I think about if I cannot be successful, it's not because I don't take action to go to prospect or generate more leads. It's more like because I constantly think about mm. my past and I was, you know, putting myself in a, my limited belief or whatsoever, right? So I couldn't move forward because I have so many things carried on my shoulder. So when, when by when went to landmark, I was able to understand a lot of my limited belief and my emotion baggage. I call my mom, I call my husband, kind of get, you know, complete a relationship with them. And right now we have more better relationship. I was able to communicate better. And that, at that point, I still don't know why does my income double, triple, you know, even 10 times like this right now. And, but after that, when I remove a lot of my emotional, my emotional baggage, right? I was able to know when we don't have those you know, emotion baggage, we able to move forward. We able to kind of be positive and, you know, you can do things that you really want because you clean those out. So that's my story. That's how I wow. get to here. Yeah, I, I think that well, emotional baggage, uh, I, I do want to touch on that. Um, but I also wanted to touch on the fact that right where the beginning where you said, you know, I decided to become successful, right? That, that 2018 onwards, I decided to be successful. So I, if I can be successful, then I can solve my, all my other problems, which is true, right? Now, I do want to touch on the fact that you chose to be a successful realtor that, that day, right? 
And then everything else kind of came together with that. And what we always say is that, you know, it's what is not success is not what we do is who we are being. So talk a little bit about the fact that you chose to be a successful realtor and everything else that you did was concurrent with that being choice. Talk a little bit about that. So when I decide to become a successful real estate agent, I know that my goal and my vision, my dream is bigger than the fears or the daily challenging that I'm facing. Mm. So I was able to be very motivated to, you know, for example, let's say we all, you know, we all took buyers out. We all take them for one or two years, three months, and then they're gone. You know, in 2019, I remember when I first joined EXP, in the third month after UPW, after the month, I got a buyer and it's slash seller. And they actually turned around behind my back and then went to buy with someone else online, a stranger because oh. of the kickback. And I, I was texting Jackson, oh my God, I don't want to do any buyer anymore. And I was like in a, like a really, you know, sad mode for one month. And I keep telling him, I'm not gonna bring any buyer out anymore. And after that, I just, you know, bring back my motivation. Okay, I want to be successful in real estate. I cannot have, I cannot hold off this. My goal or my vision, you know, everything's bigger than this. You know, just forget about this buyer and then try to think about what I can create for my, you know, client. What value can I deliver to my clients so they won't do this to me again? I mean, they will still do it, right? But I will try to be my myself and try to be the successful Amy then, you know, I detach from the outcome, but I will attract whatever, you know, people will like my service and like my value, like my, you know, whatever I deliver. To so me. really is choosing to be first and then, you know, everything concurrent to that will start happening. And when you get a setback like that, guys, uh, she just lets it go because how big are your goals, right? Um, versus this rejection right in front of you. How, how did you let go with all that rejection and, and, you know, all that baggage? I think for me, um, I still need a little bit of time. I mean, accept, I accept that I still need a little bit of time to observe the emotion, the feeling, mm. and acknowledge that it's okay to feel that way because everybody will feel Ooh. dumb. But I wait, wait, hang on. Let's, let's repeat yeah. that again. You yeah. observed the feeling. Yes of the embarrassment, the rejection, whatever it is, you observed it, right? Yes. And, and acknowledge that it's okay. Yes. Once you observe that thought and you acknowledge that it's okay, it's almost all the way gone. Would you agree with that? Yes. That is how you let go. And that's what they teach us in Landmark is we become an observer of our thoughts. Right. So beyond choosing to be successful and letting go with emotional baggage, then you can move forward so much faster. So, guys, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. So before she joined EXP, she was making $70,000 a year, guys, at, uh, at the, her previous company. I won't name the company. You already said it. <laughs> but after EXP, you know, her first year, I believe she uh, more than five times her income at 350,000 approximately. This year, she's going to be uh, going beyond 700,000. I, I don't think I've uh, um, come across any agent who's been able to do that in short two years. So first of all, com big congratulations and thank you for sharing with us 
how you did it. So back to that. Thank you, Amy. Now back to that. Detaching from the outcome, choosing to be successful. And then from there on, I believe, I believe you are an expert in your area. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, at the beginning of the business, I was kind of doing a lot of areas. And I found that it's so hard and so burden for me to know every area, to know so many cities. And, and I, I figured that I just need to, you know, kind of locally develop my business. And I was just giving myself or like a catchy name, mm -hmm. like West LA mm -hmm. And so kind of just give people an impression mm -hmm. that I work in this area. Um, and this actually one accident that I did and kind of get me famous mm. in my area. So I was constantly uh, thinking about a lot of good food in East LA and people around me, like a lot of the others stay home more or working more. And we were like, hey, can we order something from East and have them deliver over? And we always kind of not able to making the, the enough order that the restaurant able or willing to come. And then I sort of starting a small line group chat and try to collect people. We can make more orders together. And at the end, I decided to create a Facebook group for our area for food mm. delivery. And it just turned out like, you know, the group I was serving with no intention and it turned out to be a very, very big community. I, right now I, we have like about 2000 people in my Facebook group and wow. they are from West LA. So that kind of connection in, you know, also my personality, I like to make friends. I like to provide help, you know, in any ways. And so that's kind of getting me a little bit famous, but I wasn't trying to make business out of it, but just kind of serve your area and know your area and chatting with more people. Yeah. So you created a community, um, well, almost by accident, by, by serving the community. Yes. Right? It was just about serving the community. And, and you are the creator of that Facebook group, which is about food delivery. It had nothing to do uh, with real estate. But from there on, you met a lot of people. Now you have 2000 COI pretty much, right? Yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> it, it really is fun. So guys, um, take that, whether or not it's an accident, in your area, if you're looking to have a niche in your area, start a Facebook group and be of contribution, whatever you can be, right? And then it'll, it'll start to turn back around. Talk a little bit about uh, contribution versus, you know, trying to get, get, get. What's your mindset yeah. around that? So my, at first, I really didn't learn a lot of cold, cold, expiring, fistful. I did not learn any of those. I was just, you know, I learned a lot of professional knowledge. You try to protect, you know, myself as a seller or buyer. So I share a lot of my thoughts. I wrote article, I wrote posts, I did videos about, you know, good information about real estate and I share it on my social media, you know, and then I got a lot of people feedback to me. Oh, Amy, thank you for sharing this knowledge to us. And, you know, very, very useful information. And I send it to my friend and I keep it, you know, on my favorite and, you know, one day I will need it. And, you know, by 
contributing more value things on the social media people you know people see what you're doing and and you know they trust you they seeing your analogy and they yeah and it's, it's so simple right you go out there and provide as much value as possible free content as much as possible and people will come to you it's it's that simple but we always think the other way if i'm not making money from this i don't want to do it you never come from that mindset do you no, never. Yeah. I think I want to mention a lot of people came to me. They asked me questions. I always answer that no matter they are working with others agent or they are in a school with someone or they just, you know, looking or thinking about buying in very, very far future. I still answer them question, mm -hmm. trying to provide help. So that's what I do. That's my personality too. You're just a very helpful person. And by accident, guys, uh, she started a community and now it's really, really paying off. Uh, what course did you suggest on Landmark? Oh, okay. Uh, what course? The Landmark Forum is what you did, right? Yeah, I did a Landmark Forum, yes. Did you go to the events? No, I did not because after that COVID happened. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So you were lucky to have an, a, the last in-person Landmark Forum, which is awesome. Yeah. So yes. guys, I, I was able to double my income uh, in one year with Landmark Forum and uh, Amy um, surpassed that. She 10 times her income. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I suggest that you check out the Landmark Forum, Victor. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I do want to touch on this uh, because we're all immigrants and we're both from Taiwan. So yay, Taiwanese, <laughs> first and foremost. But uh, uh, this is for all the immigrants out there. Um, we speak with, uh, with an accent, right? How did you overcome that and to be able to catapult yourself? Because a lot of people say, well, I have an accent. Um, I'm not from here. I have a disadvantage. What are your thoughts on that, being an immigrant? So first of all, my English is not bad, but it just wasn't as good as my Chinese. I have ex excellent Chinese and I'm very good at writing. So I actually... If you go look at my post, I really hardly doing English posts. Mm. I constantly just doing what I'm good at. I mm. wrote good article in Chinese. I do video in Chinese, everything in Chinese. And then, you know, I wasn't Ooh. trying to pay a lot of attention to kind of, you know, try to do everything in English. Cause I just, mm. I'm just not that good at compared to my Chinese. And so I constantly deliver those things. And then I just naturally attracting a lot of people speak Chinese. And once in the beginning of the time, I have the, the limited belief that I would not able to convert any person that only speak English. But I found that I actually attract quite a few of them. And like this year, you know, from my little profile, someone called and he was a foreigner and he speaks English only, and then he bought a three million home with me. What? Came from nowhere. I don't know. Yeah. So sometimes it's just our limited belief. And then I believe no matter what language you speak, even though if you don't speak English, making sure you read a contract and know you're professional, that's very important. And all other things like medical English, you don't have to know those things, you know? So be good at what you're good at and then making sure you deliver the right service, right professional knowledge to your client. I think those mm -hmm. are things that you should be focused. Don't focus on things that you don't know. Focus on things that you should deliver and you know and you are good at. Ooh, 
this is this is a big topic, but um, you know, you just touch on something here is that you focused on your strengths. Yes. Right. I mean, sure enough, we got to speak English, but you're actually really, really good in Mandarin. So why not just post blogs, you know, do videos in Mandarin? Therefore, you attract all the clients that way. And then she's picked a specific niche, which is West L.A. She's known as West L.A. Amy Guo, right? And then it's all in Mandarin. And because she's done a lot of business, her Zillow profile starts to speak for itself. And someone called you who speaks only English, bought a home that's $3 million from you. Yes. So you guys, it just happens. But she's first and foremost looking to serve looking to contribute and also she has expert knowledge in the area right and she really really does her homework she knows her shit basically right how, how much time do you spend weekly on on studying your market starting your craft um i actually is just you know something that you already just naturally doing I follow a lot of things. I actually join a lot of groups about, you know, house repair, you know, mm-hmm. anything related to house. And then I'll see what happened and what people thought and what's, you know, behind knowledge in, in into this incident. And then I have good um, relationship with owner contractor and owner people, owner professional, like, you know, lawyer or whoever. And then they are like a resource for me. And then I constantly, if I don't know something, I go ask and then I learn. I go ask and then learn. So I constantly learning from those questions, you know, we cannot know everything, but if you continue this attitude to, you don't know something, you go ask and then you learn. That's how we learn. Yeah. That's amazing. You you guys, if you don't know something, ask and then you learn, ask and then you learn. It's that simple, but we, we, we we don't want to look bad by asking questions because we always, you know, don't want to sound dumb. So I encourage everyone to just ask more questions. Then you'll learn just like Amy. She's not afraid to ask questions. Um, I do want to say this though. Uh, when I first met Amy, she, she, you were, I don't know if it was, um, you were like this before, but you were actually very, very shy, right? And very, very timid. And now like two years later, she's an absolute boss lady. So uh, inspiring for, for who, you know, is right now a little bit timid in, in their business, like open up open up, just make sure that you focus on contributions, serve and work on your craft every single day and you can become what Amy has become. So Amy, that's very inspiring and, and people are saying it too from uh, Jason Yuri are very inspiring. A question from Leone. I work with a lot of Chinese uh, buyers and they all want to kick back. How do you handle that, those clients? So at the first, I wasn't confident and I was like, I did not know how do I provide value to my client. At that time, I do not know how to handle kickback. Mm. And I was in my limited belief, maybe if I don't provide kickback, they won't do business with me. Mm. But at the end, when I try to think about my style, what I can provide to my client, and I thinking ahead what client facing, like, you know, regarding buyer or seller, what's their issue? What's the obstacles or challenges for them when they're selling a home or are they buying a home? And then I was like cut into in front of them, solve their issue. And then, you know, I designed a whole process that I wrote my own SOP in a transaction I provide before uh, like consultation and doing the S school, I was very, very detailed and explained everything. And, you know, 
after sale, I also provide after sale service. And when I know that I'm providing a great value over whatever I'm receiving, I will be able to be very confident to tell them that, sorry, I do not provide, you know, kickback. If you know anyone that they provide feedback, you can work with them. But our style is like, we provide perfect and excellent service that, you know, we do not provide, you know, such things. And then we, we know that we deserve the money that we receive. So normally people come to me, when they talk to me, you know, I show them what I do and then I, what I will do. They know that my service is different. So they won't ask kickback from me. That's amazing. So guys, when, when we are, you know, in doubt that uh, maybe we should get kickback, is that you are doubting your own value first, then you immediately agree to a kickback, right? We're, so how can we increase our value as a salesperson so that they won't even ask, right? So Amy, again, it's always focused on serving, contribution, uh, working on her craft and making sure that exceptional customer service is always the key and so that they won't ask. Uh, what's an SOP, by the way? Just curious. Well, it's like a standard things that we do. And, you know, at the first, when I beginning to doing this business, I was constantly thinking about what should I do next? You know, like doing the escort or before they buying or selling and, you know, what should I prepare? Oh, standard I practice. Come, yeah. I have to think about it. And then, so I wrote down everything like a checklist. Checklist. Right? Okay. Yeah, checklist so that I can follow this checklist to making sure I deliver 100 things that I have in mind to my client for every deals. And also I provide another SOP for client side. They can look at this SOP and know what's my next step. So they were, you know, more certain about, you know, what's our next step, you know, what to expect next. And then by seeing the SOP, they know we have done so much other, you know, so much more than others, you know, agents that may like, they, they might have, right? Checklist, guys. Uh, if you don't have checklists for your business, uh, you're missing out. And people always want to know, what, what's next for me? What's next for me? Clients always want to know, hey, because I, 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 it's a very stressful transaction. It's the biggest asset of their life, right? And you want to be able to let them know, hey, I got your back. How do we get their back? Is that we have the next steps all laid out for you. Don't worry, got your back. Here are all the things that you need to do and I'm right here for you. So great job, that's awesome. We have a couple minutes left. I do want to ask you this. Amy, what's your why? What's my why? Okay, so I think a lot of, you know, moms might may, may be, you know, feeling motivated by this. So, um, you know, I, I actually do not have to work. You know, my husband's income able to sustain whatever I need. Mm -hmm. um, but in, I, I mean, he is great husband. He's like perfect. I have never met this person, like the best husband I could ask for. But you know, when you don't make money, you are not successful in all this area, then you are in family as a mom or as wife. I feel lacking of something, you know? I, I feel like, you know, um, I just feel something is missing here. Mm -hmm. And also um, back then my mom was having a lot of trouble, you know, in her life and I was not able to help. And I feel, you know, really, you know, kind of sad and I couldn't do anything for my own family or, mm -hmm. you know, and so 
that's my biggest why because I want to you know see the value for myself mm-hmm. and be able to you know when you become a when you have more ability, you have the ability to contribute to your family. And so, yeah, I was able to buy my husband a lot of things right now. You know, I don't have to ask him to give me money so I can buy him something. I can take him out to somewhere. You know, I can be nice to my mom without any questions. And, you know, that's a very big why. And including I want to do my hair. I want to be pretty. I want to keep not aging. You know, I can go to any laser that I wanted, you know. Kind of important. (laughs) It's very important. So uh, that's truly inspiring because, um, you know, a lot of us, uh, I can't say for, for, you know, all wise, but um, a lot of uh, um, people who don't have to make money, they just won't because they're complacent. They're okay with the status quo. But you said, you know what? No, I'm going to make value out of myself. I'm going to go out there and contribute because I have something to contribute. So bottom line, it really isn't about the money. It's about you as a contribution and you as a human being. You want to be a, something of value to the community, to society. So that is truly inspiring because it's not about the money. Mind you, yes, uh, laser costs money. So so yes, for sure. Yeah. So I, I, we, are, we are truly, truly, truly inspired today, Amy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Any last insight for the audience today, um, you've already inspired us a lot, but uh, any last insight for us to have us finish strong for 2021? So um, no matter you still are a realtor or not, I think in our life, in the whole life, you will facing a lot of challenging, no matter it's personal or business or whatsoever, making sure every time you fall, you stand up next day. And then when you feel sad, Go watch Tony Robbins, change your step, exercise every day. You know, I feel sad all the time, but I exercise every day and then I kill it, kill the feeling. And then you're moving forward. That's it. Guys, uh, I am truly inspired. I don't know in the last uh, two years, I how many times she says she's, she's cried, but <laughs> look at where she is today. You should have met her two years ago completely different person. I'm just so uh, amazed by your transformation. Congratulations. Amy, how can we send you referrals? How can we follow you? Uh, so always reach out me from Facebook or Instagram. And my phone number is 310-467-5872. Shoot me a text, call me anytime. Awesome. Everyone, if you didn't get enough value today, I don't know where you've been. Uh, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. And we are so honored to partner with you. Thank you for everything. And congratulations on a big year. All the best. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you, John and Jack. Thank you. Bye.